Tech Writer Worldwide. It's the High Tech Podcast in plain English with an hour's worth of news in about 20 minutes. That's because we leave out the commercials, the station breaks, the sports, and most of the jingles. Podcast number 718 for the 6th of November, 2020. This week, the 2021 version of Adobe Photoshop introduces a series of splashy new artificial intelligence features and a variety of other useful capabilities. In short circuits, Mozilla has created a virtual reality conferencing system called Hubs. It's not Zoom, and it's not intended to be. In spare parts, only on the website, sales of robotic devices continue to increase by more than 20% year over year. Graphic artists, photographers, and designers have reacted to 2020 by placing increased emphasis on the pandemic and social issues. And 20 years ago, email client Eudora had introduced Moodwatch to help users avoid aggressive language in their messages. Remember when half-baked was a pejorative term? It still is if we're talking about bread or bricks, but we're not. Every new product released by Adobe proves that half-baked is a good thing. I'll try to explain that in the process of describing some new features in Photoshop 2021. Two primary methods of software development exist. One is called Waterfall, the other Agile. Waterfall development depends on exactly defining every aspect of the software, developing and debugging the code, and then releasing a finished product. That's the perfect method if the people who created the specifications got everything exactly right. But sometimes the result is a product that nobody wants. Adobe has been using at least some components of the Agile system for a long time, and recent software releases illustrate a total commitment to the method. In the Agile system, new features are released as they're being developed so that users can work with them and provide feedback. One of the best examples of this is a new half-baked feature called Neural Filters. So let's take a look. You'll see a lot of sample images that I created on this week's TechBiter Worldwide website. The skin smoothing and style transfer filters are more or less fully baked, but 14 filters are marked as beta, and 8 of those 14 don't even exist. They're just placeholders for filters that are on the roadmap. Each of those potential new filters has only one button. Users can click it to tell Adobe they are interested in having a photo restoration filter, for example, or one that creates a caricature image. Click the button and you'll be asked why you want to have that feature. So the Agile method involves users in product development. Each of the functioning neural filters has a question and two buttons. Are you satisfied with the results? And yes or no. The user can optionally specify the intended use of the image, add a comment to the response, and even include the image with the feedback. And the developers hope that a lot of users will submit images that illustrate when a feature has failed. That will allow them to work to improve it. But they'd also like to see examples that show when the feature worked exactly right. Some of the filters currently perform their magic in the cloud, meaning that your image is uploaded to Adobe, 
analyzed and modified, and then returned to your computer. The processing is not instantaneous, and it depends, of course, on the speed of your internet connection, but most results are returned in less than half a minute. Some users will probably be troubled to learn that their images are uploaded for processing, but Adobe is absolutely clear about what happens. The image is uploaded, processed, returned to you, and then immediately deleted from Adobe's servers. Because I used neural filters to describe the Agile development method, let's start there and look at some of the new features. Skin smoothing and style transfer are fully baked, but that doesn't mean they'll never change. Skin smoothing uses artificial intelligence to remove blemishes, and style transfer applies effects based on any of several well-known artworks, Starry Nights, for example, or other media, like The Matrix. All of the neural filters can be applied to a basic layer or one that has been converted to a smart object. Smart objects are best because the changes are then non-destructive and the user can modify them later. The beta filters include Smart Portrait, which attempts to adjust expressions such as happiness, surprise, and anger. It can also change the facial age of the subject, modify the head direction slightly, left or right, adjust the gaze, and add or remove hair. Colorize is intended for use with black and white images. The artificial intelligence identifies skin, sky, foliage, and other items, then applies surprisingly realistic colors to the photo. Makeup transfer does pretty much what the name suggests. If you start with a photo of a clown and transfer the makeup to another image, the neural filter attempts to modify the image so that the subject in the target image appears to be wearing similar makeup. Smart Portrait and Makeup Transfer both identify multiple faces in an image, and the effect can be applied independently to each face. Depth-Aware Haze isolates the subject and then adds atmospheric haze to the background. The user can also adjust the density and color balance of the haze. Super Zoom can be used to improve old digital photographs that were created with low-resolution cameras. It's not possible to create detail where no detail exists, but it is possible to increase resolution and hide some of the imperfections that are created during the upsampling process. That's Super Zoom's goal. JPEG artifact removal is related to SuperZoom, and it works best with old photos or with JPEG images that have been processed too many times. Early digital cameras could save images only in JPEG format, and the resulting images frequently contain splotchy areas caused by the compression process used to make the JPEG images smaller. The other neural filters, photo restoration, Dust and Scratches, Noise Reduction, Face Cleanup, Photo to Sketch, Sketch to Portrait, Pencil Artwork, and Face to Caricature are on the roadmap, but there is no indication when or whether they will be added. Neural filters may be the most astonishing new feature in Photoshop 2021, but there are several co-stars that need to be discussed, too, starting with Live Shapes. Photoshop's ability to draw rectangles, rounded rectangles, ellipses, triangles, polygons, lines, and custom shapes has been improved dramatically. Prior to the 2021 version, lines and shapes were static. After being drawn, only limited options existed to make modifications. Now, these objects have memories. If you rotate them, they remember how far they've been rotated, even if you do it several times. 
and they can immediately be reset to zero rotation. Those who use Photoshop exclusively for photographs won't be too impressed by this, but improved live shapes could be the favorite new feature for designers and graphic artists. Saving documents to the cloud can be accomplished by clicking a Save to Cloud button. This is useful if you need to share a file with others, but there are additional advantages. When a document is stored in the cloud, you'll see a cloud icon in the File Open dialog. The first advantage is that documents that are stored in the cloud are automatically saved. You can still save the file whenever you want by pressing Ctrl-S, but you don't have to. The more useful feature, though, is version history. A new version history window is available for cloud documents, so you can go back in time to recover a previous version of the document. Currently, versions are saved for 30 days. That could change, but at this time, every modification you've made to a file during the last 30 days will be saved. If you have a version that you want to maintain permanently, you can name it and bookmark it so it'll be retained past that 30-day time limit. Documents saved to the cloud have a C added to the end of the file extension, so Photoshop files become PSDC documents instead of PSD, and Illustrator documents stored in the cloud have an AIC extension instead of AI. Photographers are going to love the new sky replacement function because sky modification is one of the most challenging tasks any photographer faces. Sometimes the sky you have doesn't match your vision for the photograph. As long as you're not trying to make the image lie, there's nothing wrong with changing the sky. It's an artistic decision, after all. Sky replacement is difficult because the photo normally contains trees, and the sky might peek through the spaces between the leaves. Even if that doesn't happen, there's always a threat of fringing around the leaves. Photoshop 2021's sky replacement function does an outstanding job with masking leaves and other small objects. When I took a picture at a construction site, the sky was fine. There was some light cloud cover and a blue sky. It was a fine image for the intended use, but it seemed like a good choice to demonstrate what Photoshop can do. Users can add their own sky photos, or any image even if it's not a traditional sky or not a sky at all. Outer space photos from NASA could create some mind-bending effects, so just keep in mind that you can be as creative as you want to be. Photoshop comes with about two dozen images, most of which have been taken by Adobe employees. Sensei, the name for the artificial intelligence system that's found in nearly every Adobe application, makes it possible for the sky replacement process to mask away the existing sky and then closely match the overall light properties of the image with the new sky. The sample image you'll see on the TechBiter Worldwide website was taken in the early afternoon, but the replacement sky is a near-sunset image. Sensei knew enough to adjust the colors of the original image to make them warmer and to darken the image somewhat. The user has full control over the color and the amount of change, so fine-tuning what Sensei suggests is easy. If you visit the TechBiter Worldwide website, take a close look at the updated image. I have drawn four red lines on that image, and if you look at the original image, you'll see power lines in the area denoted by those four red lines. The power lines are missing in the image with the new sky. I don't consider this to be a significant shortcoming. 
That's because the original image doesn't have sufficient resolution to allow the power lines to be masked successfully. The original raw image is only 24 megabytes, 5,472 by 3,648 pixels, and that is simply not sufficient resolution to mask such fine detail, even manually. If I had used a Hasselblad H6D camera, $48,000 without a lens, with resolution of 11,600 pixels by 8,700 pixels, well, if I'd used that camera, there might have been enough resolution to isolate the power lines. But even then, it would try the patience of a good manual retoucher. Oh, and by the way, if I had wanted a lens to go with that $48,000 camera, I'd be looking at another $3,000 to $10,000. So you're not going to see any images from a Hasselblad H6D camera on TechBiter Worldwide. Ever. Period. Bottom line here, don't be bothered by the missing power lines. Chances are, nobody will even notice. And speaking of fine masking, when you want to select and mask people so that they can be composited into a new background, the trickiest part of the selection is almost always the person's hair. Curly hair and flyaway hair are the most challenging. Photoshop 2021 includes a new Refine Hair tool that's related to the existing Refine Edge tool. Two refine modes give users more and better control over hair masking. Object-aware is usually best for selecting hair and other fine elements of an image, particularly if the foreground and background contain some of the same colors. If the photo has a simple and easily identified background, the color-aware mode might work better. Check out Julianne Cost's blog for more details. There's a link to her blog entry on the TechBiter Worldwide website. And the last new feature we'll take a look at today, Pattern Preview. It's another function that will be of little use to those who use Photoshop primarily to modify photographs, but it will be very helpful to designers and graphic artists. This feature allows users to see what a repeating pattern will look like as they create it. So this is what you want to use if you're trying to create a seamless repeating pattern for wallpapers or web pages or 3D textures. The bottom line here, five cats for Adobe Photoshop 2021, and my tagline, but wait, there's more. This Photoshop update offers a remarkable number of new features and enhancements, some fully baked, others not. The fully baked features can be used right away, and the other features might prove to be useful even though they're not quite ready for prime time yet. Those who subscribe to Adobe Creative Cloud already have all of the new features, and they'll see the updates as they become available. You'll find additional details on the Adobe website. There's a link from the TechBiter Worldwide website, www.techbiter.com. If you find these podcasts useful, and I hope you do, might you consider a donation? There are no ads here, and support from listeners is the sole source of income. It's easy. Just visit the website and click the Donate button near the top of any page. You can make a one-time donation or schedule a repeating donation every month. I thank you. And so does the cat. In short circuits, Mozilla has hubs. 
No, not the chrome things you find on cars. A sort of Zoom-like space where you can meet with friends and family, but not like Zoom because you'll be an avatar, not a talking head. Mozilla says Hubs is a place where you can get together with friends online in a virtual social space. Create your own virtual 3D space and then invite others to join you using a link that you send them. It works with any web browser on your computer, phone, or tablet, or you can run it in a virtual reality headset. There's nothing to download or install. Leading up to Halloween, Mozilla suggested using Hubs to create a virtual Halloween party, but it can be used for anything, hosting an arts festival, for example, or bringing together a group of students who are learning English as a second language. Regardless of the intended use, it's easy to set up. Start at the Hubs website and create a room. You'll find a link to the Hubs website on the TechBiter Worldwide website this week. If you want to change some of the things, you will need to create an account. Once the room exists, you'll have a link that you can share with others. The maximum occupancy of rooms is set at 50, but you can choose a lower number if you wish. The rooms are private, and only those with a link can enter. Guests may optionally be allowed to create and move objects, pin objects in the scene, create cameras, drawings, or emojis, and even enter flying mode. In other words, this is not Zoom. It's designed for fun. Users can enable or disable their microphones and any camera attached to the computer or VR device. Once in a room, people can use the mouse, keyboard, or touchscreen to move around and do things. When your microphone is on and you talk, your voice will be louder for those who are close to you on the screen, just like in real life. If someone's sound is too loud or too quiet, you can adjust it in a menu that's attached to their avatar. Mozilla provides a full list of controls for moving around and performing actions. Users can take pictures of the room. Now, by default, the camera is initially set to selfie mode, but it can be turned around to take a group photo of the avatars in the room. Mozilla says this is a project for everyone who wants to connect with others remotely for virtual holiday parties, study groups, and family gatherings. Because Mozilla Hubs is an open-source project, it's available for creators to take in their own direction. That means creating custom avatars, designing scenes, and making lots of changes to your virtual world. If only the real world was that easy. You don't have to create an avatar to see spare parts. Just head over to the TechBiter Worldwide website. This week, you'll find these articles. Sales of robotic devices continue to increase by more than 20% year over year. Graphic artists, photographers, and designers have reacted to 2020 by placing increased emphasis on the pandemic and social issues. And 20 years ago, email client Eudora had introduced Moodwatch, they wanted to help users avoid aggressive language in their messages. Eh, good luck with that. Thanks for listening to TechBiter Worldwide, the podcast with an hour's worth of technology news in about 20 minutes. I'm Bill Blinn. Be sure to check out the website, www.techbiter.com. And if you like, send me an email from there. See you next week.